0: welcome back to ga fan tv my name is aaron i'm delighted to be joined here by matthew hurley of the ga statsman podcast to run through all the weekend's big talking points in this weekend's uh, club action in both football and hurling plenty of shocks plenty of surprises trills and spills all along the way with some big heavy hitters getting knocked out uh, over the weekend. So certainly we'll be breaking that down, discussing that in further detail as well. Just a reminder, we're brought to you by Declan Kirby, G.A. Star, the Best uh, Children's G.A. book out there in the market at the minute. You can find it on Amazon, Eason's All Good Bookshop. So make sure to uh, to check that out when you get a chance um well i suppose before we crack into the games i did just want to uh pass on my condolences and thoughts really to everyone that was affected in the um yeah absolute tragedy that obviously happened in crease locked on i know it's obviously not ga related but i think it was important obviously still to to bring it up because such a national catastrophe really what's um what's happened there and i just Pass on my thoughts, condolences where everyone connected. Obviously, all Donegal, GAA games were uh, cancelled this weekend or postponed until a later day, uh, which in the end, I think was the, the right decision. And yeah, for all families connected, you know, pass on my uh, my regards there. I suppose, Matthew, any words on that from yourself, I suppose, before we crack on with some of the GA action?
1: Yeah, yeah, first of all, thanks for having me on again, Aaron. Uh, yeah, I watched it on the news yesterday, it was absolutely tragic what happened uh, in Donegal. And uh, even uh, Philip uh, being interviewed by Ray Kennedy from RT News, he was saying yeah, the events reminded him of the troubles back in the 80s and 90s in Northern Ireland. And once I heard that, I was like, this must have been horrific for people just going down to their normal shop doing. Getting there, uh, there was a girl who died. I think getting getting her own lollipop or something like that, just for the shop. Getting a newspaper or someone who's actually going to an ATM and and died. You know, it's absolutely tragic what happens. And uh, obviously, my condolences to everyone affected in uh, Donegal. And as you said, it was the right decision. Uh, Saint Eunan's and Dave Quinnell was called off in Donegal, and it, it was definitely the right decision to let the Donegal people mourn the losses and. Uh, my heart uh, goes out to everyone in Donegal this weekend. It was absolutely tragic what happened um, in Kreese-Lock.
0: Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, I suppose yeah. Moving on then, I suppose just to, to run through obviously some some GA action from the from the weekend. I suppose looking at the the Kerry Senior Football Championship first of all, and there were certainly some uh, some big results uh, here. So we obviously had a, a big win for Dingle. They beat Dr. Croaks by a scoreline of 118 to uh, 11 points. He also had a, a big win, obviously, for East Kerry earlier today. They got the the job done by 13 points to 17 against Kenmare Shamrocks. Uh, he also had a big result for fellow Rangers, who knocked out last year's county champions in Austin Sachs. They won 112 to 12 points. And then there was also a, a big result in there for mid Kerry, 13 points to 11 as well, I suppose starting off with the Dingle East Kerry game. I know obviously you watched that in detail and you put some stats up on your own Instagram page. So for people, make sure to, to check that out when they get a chance. But it was Dingle 118, uh, Doctor Crokes 11 points, huge huge result, and uh, a certain Mark O'Connor back in the uh, back in the fold. Well, at least for that game, anyway. We don't know if he's going to be sticking around for much longer, but back in the side and 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 he slotted right in from what I heard, anyways.
1: Yeah, he was absolutely excellent. He was controlling the play. He was more of a playmaking role in this game, Aaron. And uh, I thought he was absolutely excellent. But uh, the credit really, like I know Mark O'Hanra was excellent and all that, but the credit really should go to Thomas Sullivan, centre back. The night he scores five points. I mean, uh, as shown in my stats, uh, go check it out on Instagram, J G- underscore underscore Statsman two, if you haven't already. But uh, Thomas Sullivan scored five points, one mark, and uh, Paul Ganey with five points for playing. I actually maintained the fact that Paul Ganey, is one of the most underrated players in the country, I actually think so. He's an absolutely brilliant player. Dylan Gainey got a goal, and once Dylan Gainey got that goal at the start of the second half, look, it was game over then. But, uh, we're pointing out for Dr. Croaks, they were missing three inter county players as such. They were missing Fionn Fitzgerald, uh, Michal Burns, and Gavin White. So, they were three big misses for Dr. Croaks. That like Gavin White would be what Croaks would be to um, to Thomas Sullivan uh, for Dingle. So, that'd be. A huge loss for Crooks, but uh, yeah, on the same night, Dr. Crooks and Austin Sachs both went out, and you wouldn't have said that years ago in Kerry, but Dingle, uh, there was hype around this team, and I said, oh, I, I'll go watch this team, I'll watch it in a stream, it was 10 tenure overall, but the quality of football was excellent, but I'm not sure about the quality of the stream, I'm sure everybody saw Kerry Franchise's Instagram page as well, um, Rivers with uh, facts about the stream and uh, it was terrible really uh, there was one camera, there was no commentary for like 45 minutes or something and um, just to think, you're paying 10 euro for a stream and you get that, but thank god there was brilliant football on show, thank god there was Mark O'Connor and Thomas Sullivan etc, excellent performances there and uh, I think Dingle will really put it up to East Kerry in the semi-final um, they're the only club left now and honestly, for club football and Kerry, I'd actually think that the majority carry if I'm not wrong, no Kerry fans, but I would think that uh, the fans for the kingdom would actually rather Dingle win it because there'll be there'll be a club side going into the Munster Championship with a bit of confidence. And honestly, if Dingle go into the Munster Championship, don't write them off for the Munster title. I know the bars look pretty strong in Cork, but I think Dingle, looking at their performance last year, if they persuade Mark O'Connor to stick around, even without Mark O'Connor, if they have Thomas Sullivan keep bombing up the field, with Paul Gainey and Dylan Gainey in the full forward line, their midfield is pretty good as well. I'm sure there was a guy, Conor Flannery, a corner back. I was really impressed with him. Two points from play as well. So they have a very good team, Dingle, and they will be a team to watch, definitely. The stream wasn't great, but the f- performance from uh, various players on the field was excellent, I thought. And Kerry Football's in a very good state indeed.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like, just looking at it here, Paul Gainey with, with five points. Thomas O'Sullivan, as you said, finishing with... With five points, which is an extraordinary talent, no doubt about it, for 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 a centre back. If Dylan Ganey obviously with one two, Connor Flannery with two points, Barry O'Sullivan with two points, Matthew Flaherty and Mark O'Connor in there with uh, with a point as well. You also had obviously East Kerry in the game, of course on on TG Carra a little bit earlier. Definitely, the the game wasn't as good. Thankfully enough, the the stream w- was perfectly fine. Obviously, it was on TG Carra, so you know I think there'd be a lot of questions asked if there was uh, if there was some issues there. But they did come true in the end, thirteen points to to one seven. Um. First half, not really a great game by any, by any stretch of the imagination. I obviously done a match reaction on the uh, on the game earlier if people want to check that out. Um, but, yeah, in the end, look, they, they got the job done. They got the victory. David Clifford coming up Trump again with, with seven points. Dara Roach looking very good. And, you know, East Kerry obviously haven't won the, the county championship twice in the last three years. I mean, they'll certainly be going into those semifinals now as favourites.
1: They definitely will, yeah. They have an excellent team. And even I put on my Instagram and Twitter pages and stuff like that. Their team for one game in the group stage. And it was almost like an inter-county team. It was, it was absolutely unreal. You look at David Clifford, Paddy Clifford, uh, James who's in that team. Uh, I mean, look at that forward line. Like, it's absolutely unreal. Brimming with talent. And it's a brilliant showing. But I was hearing Ken Mayer actually put it up to them. I'll be honest, I didn't watch the game, no. I was doing a match report for the Southern Star uh June hurling that's still going on in Cork. But uh yeah I heard Ken Mayor actually put up a good showing against uh East Kerry. But uh, yeah the weather was always going to be a factor. It was it was a bad day up and down the country really. I see in mm-hmm. West it was terrible in Cork. It was absolutely awful really the weather conditions. Um I, I've seen up in Ulster somewhere as well I think D- Derry semi finals ran today. And uh yeah there were pretty atrocious weather conditions there. But uh yeah East Kerry got through um that, that's all That's all they had to do, really. Get through to the semi-final. They're now playing Dingle. That's next week, though. Correct me if I'm wrong. But that'll be some game, Dingle against East Kerry. Hopefully, that'll be shown on TV, though. Will that be shown on RT? It could be. Um, I think that'll be an excellent game for RT to get their uh, nails into. But um, when you look at the talent all over the East Kerry team and the Dingle team, it's absolutely superb. And, uh, yeah, it was about getting over the line for East Kerry today. They got over the line. But Ken Mayer... They'd have to regroup for next year, I'm afraid. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a tough, tough uh, few months for them.
0: Yeah, and they 10 wides. came Shamrock Shamrock seven in the first half. Like So they had the chances and they had the opportunities and even hit the post right at the end just from a, from a long ball floated in. So they nearly, in the end, rescued extra time. Like So, you know, they're doing a lot right, but I do think they'll look back and think, you know, like East Kerry were there for the take, and I felt in the first half because East Kerry just didn't really... Get going at all, um but yeah, as you were saying there, like East Kerry going up against Dingle in the in the semi-finals, that's certainly going to be a uh, an interesting game, and and certainly you'd imagine that um, the hopefully RTE or TG Carr show that one on uh, on TV. I mean, who would you be fancying? Like, I know we haven't seen too much of East Kerry, but like Dingle obviously looked very very good and put up a huge tally. To be fair, against Doctor Crokes and. Like, Dr. Crokes are a great team. Like, it wasn't too long ago they were winning Kerry championships themselves. So, I mean, like, it's it's not a foregone conclusion that East Kerry win that. Like, I'd, I'd give Dingle a fair chance.
1: I would as well. I think they're an absolutely excellent team all over the field. And when I was looking at the Kerry championship last year, I was thinking, from a car point of view, No, with the Bars, um, green with talents, I was looking at Austin Sachs. I was thinking, they're not great. I think the Bars would wipe the floor with them. They, they did at the end of the Munster championship, but. I looked at Dingle last night and I was thinking they could win Munster. They're a pretty damn good side and you look at the talent all over the field the main question really is if Mark O'Connor sticks around. I think uh, that guy David Oasis is going to stick around the guy who came off the bench uh, from Australia. He's a very good player used to be a minor goalkeeper very good player but they have very good players all over the field when you think about as you mentioned the scores there Barry O'Connor Connor Flannery as well who don't get near the Kerry team and they actually perform pretty well. Uh, Paul Ganey was very good. Dylan Ganey, excellent. Macho Flaherty, a corner forward, was um, linking the play pretty well as well. And, of course, you have that diamond at centre-back and Thomas Sullivan. I'd actually fancy Dingle to beat Ace Carry. I just think, he's Kerry aren't performing particularly well, from what I'm hearing anyway, and Dingle last night looked to be in full pelt. They looked pretty good last night, and Honestly, like um, Dingle haven't competed in the Munster Championship for years, if not ever, I don't think. So, um it'd be actually a brilliant story if Dingle went on to win the whole championship. But um East Kerry will be a tough um game. But I will go and say this anyway. The winners of East Kerry Dingle will probably win the whole championship anyway, because mid Kerry and Field Rangers, like Field Rangers, that was a brilliant victory over Assel Sachs last night. Fair play to them, putting North Kerry football on the map there, but um yeah, I'd have to say either Dingle or East Kerry Will win the championship overall And I'd be backing Dingle I think they look a pretty good side at the moment
0: Yeah and as you were saying Like it was fellow Rangers who in the end Beat Austin Stacks and and what a huge Huge victory it was for them obviously beating The, the rain and Kerry champions Shane says here East Kerry versus fellow Rangers Fellow Rangers final in his Opinion like obviously you've Seen some of the Austin Stacks um, Fellow Rangers game towards the end Because it went to extra time like what were your thoughts on on Austin stacks like I presume Kieran Donaghy isn't uh, isn't in the team anymore um he's, he's. Oh, he is? he's still in the team yep. isn't he he's, yep. he's still going I thought I thought maybe you know he might be might be off to uh, to to maybe Monaghan this week or something you know <laughs> Geez,
1: he's doing a lot on Twitter now this week from um, from uh, um, saying uh, WhatsApp rumours are all wrong to then start... Well, he didn't start for Austin Sachs. It was a late change, actually. He went yeah, off okay. and um, he came on late on and Austin Sachs were trying to put the ball long into him, but it didn't work to no avail and fail, rain, fail Rangers. Sorry if I butchered that name now. I've never heard of your team until until last night, really. So, uh, sorry about that, Dark Kerry fans. I will get it right in future, but... Um, yeah, fella Rangers performed pretty well. Uh, they were they were aches, and so I thought towards the end, they hung on for dear life, and they deserve to win against Austin Sachs. Like, I think the, mo- the majority of Kerry will actually be glad Austin Sachs are gone because they kind of play a defensive style of football, whereas the likes of Dingle, East Kerry, try to play the attacking Kerry way, in a way. So... You know, I, I think people would be glad that Austin Sachs are out of the championship, but fellow rangers, what a story this is. A North Kerry team, which is some, synonymous really for playing with her, playing with the Kerry hurlers. And now they've in the Kerry football semi-finals. A uh, pretty good achievement for them, uh, they, I think it'd be Kerry the semi-finals next for them. Uh, brilliant opportunity for whoever wins this. It'd be a brilliant uh, win for either team, but uh, yeah it's a brilliant win already already for fellow rangers and uh yeah it's a brilliant story probably one of the stories of the weekend to be honest with you
0: yeah shane says here barry Mahney will be a start. remember the name and he also says feel rangers is how it's uh pronounced there so really? um feel there we go so there you are i suppose you learn something uh yeah. something new every day and um yeah, there, there you go, there you go. Certainly, be interesting to, to see how that goes um, in, in their semi-finals as well, or in their semi-final uh, going up against Mid Kerry. Just running through some uh, some games from the Galway Senior Football Championship at the weekend. So, it was Salt Hill knocking the one eleven, Tum Stars two seven. So Salt Salt Hill are into the semi-finals. There, you also had uh, Mount Belly Moylock who beat Corofin fifteen points to one eleven. Mike Cullen also progressed with uh, with a one-point win in there as well. And Anna Down also got uh, got a victory there over, I believe it was St. Michael's. So um, I suppose the big story there is obviously Mount Belly and my getting the victory over Corofan by a scoreline of 15 points to 111. I watched the game on, on the stream. It was €10, Euro, mm. I think it was. And to be fair, it was actually a good stream. have to give Galway GEA a bit of credit there. There was no, uh, there was no issues with it. Um and look, Mount Belly and Moilock, probably the favourites. Corfin pushed them close. Um, I know you didn't see much of the game, but Mount Belly and Moilock, I mean, they roll on and, you know, they're going to be one of the favourites for for Galway now, surely. It's
1: funny. I was actually going to watch the game. I was thinking, will I watch the game or not? But I was thinking 10 euro for carries it off for me. Uh, you know, you have to pay the bills. Electricity's uh, going up, so, uh, you know, all all the jazz there. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, it was a brilliant win for Mount Billy luck. and they had a point to prove actually after um after doing so well in the Galway Championship and then flattery to deceive in the Connacht Championship last season. But um yeah, uh, Cor- Corfin uh, fell fell like uh, when when you say it like that, like they haven't won a Galway Championship in three years now. And this is a team everybody was saying was one of the greatest of all time. They're the third most successful. Uh, a uh, club football side in history behind cross McLean and Nemo Rangers so they're a pretty good club and to lose Galway three times in a row they will not like that at all but uh, to be fair to them I think they're missing Kieran Malai. he's a huge player for them mm-hmm. so um, yeah that's a big big loss for them and Mobelli by could go on and you have to fancy if they're on separate sides of draw, draw now Aaron I'm not entirely sure but you'd have to fancy Mike Cullen and Mobelli to reach the final if they haven't reached uh, made in the final, I don't know, are they gonna beat the semi final? But yeah, they'll be probably the two that you'd be looking at and to win the Galway Championship. And uh Montbeilio will be desperate to win two championships in a row because it will assert their dominance and with Padre Pierce's gone, Knock Moore gone, they'll be the most experienced team left in the kind of championship besides Tour de Stran, of course. So yeah, I think Montbel Monarch will be, definitely be a team to watch, maybe for the All Irelands. Who knows?
0: Yeah, and it will actually be Mike Cullen versus Mount Belly of My Lock in the, uh, in the semifinals, and it's Anna Down versus Salt hill uh, Knocknacarra. Nakara. I did watch a bit of the Salt hill Knocknacarra anna Down game this morning. It was actually a 10-euro pass, day pass, to to watch the uh, Mount Belly of My Lock game. So I watched a bit of that this morning, seeing Tom O'Kulhan shooting the, the lights out, uh, Robert Finnerty in there as well. So, I mean, it, it's obviously great to see you know teams like Salt hill you know, potentially now on the verge of, of maybe getting to a, a Galway final. But as you said, Mike Cullen, Mountbellion, Miloch, like they've been the, the two real sort of core teams at the top of Galway football in the last few years.
1: Yeah, they have been. Uh, like Mountbellion, I think, uh, won it last year, then uh, Mike Cullen won it the year before. So this is really the clincher, really, to decide who who has done better um, than Corfin in the last few years. Will it be Mountbellion or will it be? Mike Cullen, it's going to be a huge game this one. Uh, like uh, a lot of people are saying, about oh, Billy Boy are going to reach the All Ireland final. I don't know did Seamus say that in your podcast last week or somebody else. But there are a lot of people are actually saying about Billy by Lock to reach the final of the All Ireland series to reach to play a Croaks. But I don't know about that yet. Maybe Munster will have something to say. Maybe Ulster because they're a pretty good province. So yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see how they progress. But you would have to fancy them to win Connacht anyway, considering only. Torto Stranry from Saigo are more experienced, like they were at it last year. Like if more Sean O'Hazans are now gone out of Leitrim, not more gone from Mayo, Padra Pierce's are gone from Roscommon, and also the champions from London, St. Kieran's, are also gone as well. So only Torto Stran and Mobili are left. So you know, it's 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 a real opportunity for Mobili, my lot, to drop it with both hands. But Mike Cullen they be desperate to have a kind of championship, really, because uh, the previous year, obviously, because of COVID, for obvious reasons, they couldn't uh, compete in the All Ireland series. They'll be desperate to do so this time. So, this semi-final—I don't know when it is. It could be two weeks time, maybe RT from round now, but it, it'll be an absolute belter of a game, and maybe it could be shown on TG4 again. Like at this, uh, like there's loads of games up and the country that you think are going to be shown on tg Car and RT, but obviously they can't be showing them all because. You know, Mm. um, a lot of people will be complaining otherwise, like if uh, Galway doesn't get shown a Kerry gets shown instead of it, a lot of Galway fans will complain, vice versa, it'll be Kerry fans complaining, so you can't really please everybody that way, but um, regardless, it should be a very good game, um, no doubt
0: yeah well i suppose like the good thing is like you you know the games are there somewhere you know at at least it isn't like during the the championship where a lot of the games you couldn't even pay for the games like at least if you pay a tenner obviously it's not ideal you don't be paying throwing money out left right and center but you know for the odd game for the sake of a five or a tenner you know like at least at least it's something there i don't exactly agree with it but at least it's there and at least it's uh it's an option, um, but yeah, there's a lot of cracking, cracking games really coming up. That hopefully, you know, hopefully our team might start showing more double headers, maybe like they did last year um, on Saturdays, and then obviously Sundays. You sort of have the the TG Catter double header as well. So you know, hopefully we can we can definitely start to to see a lot more of that. And um, moving on to the Tyrone Senior Football Championship, so it was Cloghanow one nine Dunamore, ten points. Carrick Moore, 10 points. Uh, Locke McCrory, 9 points. It was Dramore, 6 points. Omer, 5 points. And uh, Erigal Kieran, 116. Dungannon, 111. Did watch the uh, Erigal Kieran-Dungannon game. Rory Canavan, you know, I think he's going to be a special, special talent, like everyone's already said already. He scored 1-3, and he was outrageous in the first half. Like, he hit 1-1, I think, in the opening five or six minutes really dictated the play. Dara Hanavan was, was equally brilliant as well. Um, and look, Ergo Kieran will play Dramor in the semifinals. Dramor, obviously, the, the reigning champions. And I think the scoreline of that game versus Oma probably tells you all you need to know about that. I think the conditions probably played a, a huge, huge part there. But yeah, Ergo Kieran versus Dramor in the semifinals. I mean, that will be a cracking, cracking crackin game to to keep an eye on or watch. And, and who knows, maybe that one might make it on TV.
1: It could do, yeah, and even I'm looking at uh, the drone Championship right now, um, editing as you uh, explained the semi-finals now, and yeah, whoever reaches the final between Clono and Carrick Moore, I think it is, like, uh, whoever reaches that final, it's mm. going to be an unreal opportunity for them two clubs, but uh, Drumore and Derrigal Kieran is the game that everybody will be looking at, and even look at Derrigal Ciaran's team, even thinking about the names, Rory Canavan, Dara Canavan, and even the experience-headed Peter Hart there as well, if he played today, Aaron, if Crickman, for I know, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, they have excellent, excellent players, Eric on all over the field. But the problem with them over the last few years is they kind of flattered the um in the latter stages. They did with Don Gannon, I think, in 2020, when Don Gannon seemed to have lost the game and then uh, Eric on somehow loses Um, but today they had that same um, winning streak about them. But Drumore will be a different challenge for them, they're the champions from last year. And, uh, yeah, Tyrone, like, uh, will they keep the streak going? Will they, say, an 11th champion over the last 11 champion championships? If that was to happen, that must be some sort of record, iron, because that's unbelievable, really. It shows the competitiveness of the championship itself in Tyrone. But, uh, yeah, it should be a very good game. But it'll be interesting to see how the Tyrone champions, whoever it may be, do well at the Ulster Championship, because none of them have actually won an Ulster Championship in history. So that'd be a big, big talking point there so um, yeah it should be very interesting to see how they perform really Um, whoever wins uh, the Toronto Championship in the Ulster Championship I'm not sure of the draw I actually was going to look at the draw during the week in the Ulster Championship trying to do a bit of a bracket for my page Um, but uh, there doesn't seem to be a fixture list at the moment hopefully that will come up in the next few days But because the Ulster Championship is very good this year like you look at the teams in there I think uh, Watty Grahams Glen are pretty close there Gowna from Cavan, St. Eunice from Dudley Gall, Kilcoo were there, um, Scotstown from Monaghan. So it will be a very, very tough championship, this championship at Ulster. So it'd be interesting to see all the two own champions, whoever it is out of the four, um, doing it. But Dromore and Eric O'Keyron will be a game definitely to watch Another, yet another game.
0: Yeah, and Crossmill again Rangers as well, who we might get on to a little bit later as well. I mean, they put out an absolute beating of uh, of Mahary on Friday. And I... Huge, huge result um, for them. But, yeah, like just looking at it here, like Carrick Moore haven't won a county title since 2005. Um, Errol Kieran haven't won one since 2012. And Clonoe haven't won one since 2013. Drumore obviously, haven't won it last year. So, I suppose for that streak to continue, it would have to be either Errol Kieran or uh, Carrick Moore to win the the county title. Who knows? They'll probably end up playing each other in the in the final as well, knowing uh, how the Toronto Senior Football Championship is... Uh, has gone in the last uh, couple of years Jack says weekend for underdogs mostly it certainly was there was some 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 big big um, shocks make no mistake about that and as we were saying Cross McGlenn in the uh, Armagh Senior Football Championship they beat Mahary three fifteen to 1-6 on Friday night Grain Moore beat Kalevy 2-9 to 8 points so Gray Moore in their first ever Armagh Senior Football Championship final so congratulations to them and just the uh, small task of Cross McGlenn Rangers in the final, who mm-hmm. have Ryan O'Neill, Jamie Clark, and Keen McConville all ticking. So, uh, mm-hmm. best of luck to uh, Grain Moore on that one.
1: Yeah, you, you need it, lads. You definitely need it. I'd say you need to, um, you know, a few training sessions to deal with the McConvilles, especially their excellent young players. i seen one of their goals in TG Carr last uh, last few weeks, and it was superb. Um, yeah, but Cross MacLean. They've lost in the last few years to Mahary and Clon Aaron, So this will be another challenge. Can they get over the line despite being um, huge favourites? Despite being huge favourites, they've failed over the last two years. And um, they'll be desperate to get over the line this one. If they get over the line, I think they'd nearly be favourites for Ulster because Kilku aren't really ticking. Scott's tone haven't really performed particularly well over the... Last few uh, games in Monaghan. Um you look at uh Tyrone, they don't particularly do well in the club champ in the Ulster Club championship. Johnny the same, uh Kavan the same. So you'd have to back back Glen to win it if they if they do come out of Armagh, if they do um live up to the favorites tag. But it should be interesting to see how they how they approach Gray Moore, like Gray Moore. If they win this, that'll be an unbelievable story, really. For Cross McLean Rangers to lose the last three years, despite being raging hot favorites in Armagh to little sides like Battery, Clonair and no grain more. That'll be unbelievable in many ways. And uh, it might question uh Cross McLean, their you know, um, their tactical lows in big games. That might um be come of a question if they lose if they somehow lose to grain Moore, but you'd have to fancy cross to win this surely there will be a title coming to cross and if they do win it i think they'll be favorites for ulster they look a very good side at the moment they're all ticking as you said and they have the history to back up as well six all titles so yeah the history is behind them the performance levels is behind them so why not cross could even win ulster if they get past this uh, grain Moore challenge
0: yeah, it's a weird one with Cross McGlenn because anytime they seem to be doubted or maybe wrote off a little bit, and no one really wrote them off going in against Mahari, but I think some people were really feeling that, you know, Mahari beat them two years ago. There might be a potential shock here. And then they they just absolutely blew them away. Like I was keeping an eye on the score on Twitter, and I think, you know, they were 10 points up after about 10 or 15 minutes or, or something like that, which was just absolutely mental. Um, but on the flip side of that, with Cross McGlenn, when they have gone in as big, big favorites, a lot of the time, they've slipped up. Like Clan Aaron, who they faced in the final last year, hadn't won a county title in I think sixty or seventy years. And and Mahary, who they faced, I think in the semi-finals the year previous, um, and and who beat them, Maury hadn't won a county title in something like twenty odd years as well. So, you know, Crossmaglen have unfortunately been on the uh, on the wrong end of the stick in, in the last few years, shall we say?
1: Yeah, they have. And uh, they'll be desperate to turn their fortunes around as well because, uh, like, six all the titles and losing the last two Armagh titles, that won't go down Royal Cross again, really. And uh, they'll be desperate even to win Ulster this year. Like, when you look at uh, some of the teams in Ulster, like, uh, I think the sides of Derry actually looking, schlott I think, are playing as we... Or is that game over against Lavi? I'm actually not sure, but uh, schlott Neal or Wattie Graham's lane will be very tough coming out of Derry, Kilcoo aren't the same team in down. So, like, Cross McLean will fancy their chance in Ulster to potentially win it. And they'll be coming up against the Connacht champions then, Mobile and possibly from Galway, who aren't really experienced at this sort of level. So, maybe Cross McLean could be thinking towards Crow Park here. Like, <laughs> they, like, genuinely, I think so. Like, they're a pretty good side. They have the history to back them. I do think they're a pretty good side. they just a flattered to deceive over the last few seasons. And a lot of people, like, I was getting a few DMs from an, our MA fans over the last few weeks, and they were saying, Mahari are the team to beat Cross McGlain. And then were looked at the score and score up, I was thinking, whoa, Cross mm-hmm. are actually serious here. So, yeah, I was, yeah, they they proved the doubters wrong a small bit now. And now they're going to the finals, raging, raging hot favorites over a Grain Moore team that really haven't got to finals in Armagh the last few seasons. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a different type of challenge for Cross McGlain, but they should get over this challenge. If they don't, there'll be serious questions asked, as I said previously, with uh, this cross McGlain side.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Make make no mistake about that one. Moving on to the uh, Ross Common Senior Football Championship, and Gavin said here in the Hyde semis today, Strokestown beat Ross Gales, who would have been favourites since they beat Pierce's Boyle, Bet Bridget's after Boyle, Boyle's last Ross Common title was in nineteen twenty seven. Uh, Strokestown last title was in two thousand and two. Nice to see uh, a new team win. Yeah, it just sounds to be all sorts of chaos really in the. Roscommon Senior Football Championship it was Strokes Down 2-8, Common Gales 11 points, Boyle 112, St. Bridget's 12 points uh, Obviously neither of us seen The game or, or know any real facts in the game But I suppose it shows how, how Competitive the Roscommon Senior Football Championship Is and you know like Padraig Pierce's would have been the team that a lot Of people would have expected to come out of Roscommon having won Connacht Last year, they get beaten by Ruscommon uh, Gales and Ruscommon Gales now get beat by Strokestown. So, I mean, um a real changing of the guard, it seems, there in Roscommon.
1: It does, yeah. And even them finals like Roscommon Gales, after beating Padraic Pearson, would have gone in as big favourites. Uh, Bridges, after winning the all Ireland of the 2013, would have gone in as big favourites. And both of them lose on the same day. That's incredible, really, me uh, the Roscommon Championship. And, uh, yeah, I know a few people from Boyle actually. It's a, it's a, it's a nice tone, apparently. So, yeah, hopefully... They go on and win it because I just know people from there uh, in my course, uh, Journalism and UL. So, yeah, Strokes Town, it'll be a pretty good story if they win it as well. So maybe whoever wins it, it'll be absolute scenes, really, in uh, Roscommon. It'll be an unbelievable achievement for either of them to win it. Will they go on and win Connacht? Though I'm actually not sure, really, because um, they haven't um, competed in a provincial championship, really. I don't think Boyle have ever... Because it wasn't around in 1925, was it? Uh, the Connor kind of Championship, even. I oh, can't even take uh, no, that. Think, far. I, don't think, I
0: don't think it was now.
1: <laughs> so it'll be an unbelievable opportunity if they did progress that. But um, yes, yeah, Strokes Town haven't won it since 2002. So a novel winner. That'll be unbelievable, really, uh, from Ross Roscommon. I'd say, will that be another game to be shown on tg Carr, or will it be just shown on a Ross streaming service with payments of ten to fifteen euro? We don't know, but yeah, it'll be. Um, it, will, it will be an excellent final. It'll be a novel champion, and yeah, I'm All for all Um, it will be. It will be brilliant for either side to win it. Will they go on and say uh, do well in All Ireland or provincial series? Probably not. But for them um, sides to win it, um, straight up would be a brilliant achievement for either side and. Yeah, nobody saw this coming. Not even me, like, even looking outside from Corker or yourself, or looking outside from Dublin, would have seen this um, semi-final unfold in Roscommon this way. So <coughs> it's it's a, brilliant, it's a brilliant day for the underdog, really. And uh, we'll go out to Westmead in the middle as well, and Longford and all them counties. So the day of the underdog is well and truly alive today.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, plenty, plenty of, uh, plenty of shocks. Um I suppose one county championship or, or senior championship where there really wasn't any shocks was was the Derry senior football championship. So, Slot beat Levy. That game did just finish just about, I think, 10 minutes ago, give or take. It was Slot Neal 218, Levy 2-4. So, very comprehensive win there. And then it was Glen O'Leary, four points, Watty Grahams Glenn two twelve. So, I mean, slot Neal versus Watty Grahams Glenn. Now, that's a game I'm going to try my best to watch regardless of where it's on because you've got you know, Shane McGuigan, Chrissy McCaig on one team. You've got, um, you know, Connor Glass on, on the other side and, and the talent that Watty Grahams Glenn have. I mean, cracking game, hopefully, um, from a neutral perspective. And, you know, the two dominant sides in Derry, by quite a distance from what I can see, like when you look at some of the scorelines, the slot Neil and Wattie Grahams Glenn have put up over the past couple of weeks. you know, like them two playing each other in a county final? Like, I'm all for that.
1: Absolutely, and uh, even look at the the match of Derry over the summer months. Even look at the players on there from Watty Graham's Lane or leal like Schlockney, like uh, like the thing is, I was actually surprised at Schlacht-Leal losing heavily to Watty Graham's Lane last year. But having a look at Watty Graham's Lane team, uh, Connor Glass and Emmett Bradley midfield, that's arguably one of the best midfield pairings in the country. Uh, that's mm. it, that's outstanding, Schlockney. Obviously, Chrissy McCaig, excellent player. Uh, he was on my podcast, by the way, as well. Shane McGuigan. like Shane McGuigan and Chrissy McCaig, be the best attacker and defender, respectively, in the country at the moment. So, like, you can't get much better than that in Derry. Like, uh, Shane McWiggin, Connor Glass, Chrissy McCaig, Brendan Rogers, let's not forget, as well. Emmett mm. Bradley. Wow. Like, you know, I'd I'm, I'm definitely be up for this game. We'll probably be showing. On RT or TG Carr, definitely, but even if it's not, I'd be all for it. Aaron, definitely, I'd, I'd be with you there. I'd be, um, demanding, um, to buy that. I don't care what it costs, I'm definitely going to buy this game because it's an unbelievable pairing. And honestly, it'll probably be <laughs> either them two teams or cross by Glen to win the provincial championship. Like Glenn will be pretty disappointed in how they performed or how the game ended against Kilku last year. Slotney, let's not forget, are going for a double in Derry. so, yeah, that'd be a, a double All-Ireland. Could Schlott Neal win the double and the All-Ireland? I don't know. Like, um, a lot of people are saying they might do. They might do. They've been close in previous years. I think they got close to Ballygunner in the Hurling last year. They've got close to Nebo Rangers and Dr. in the last few years in football as well. So, if schlapp win the double, that'd be an unreal issue. But especially in a county like Derry, where their hurlers aren't in the Lee McCarthy Cup. So, if they win the double... In the All Ireland series, that'd be unbelievable. But if they win the Dublin Ulster, that'll be a good achievement too. That'll be a pretty good achievement for them. But Waty Graham's game, of course, will be dying to win this game, dying to win a secondary championship of the row So, yeah, I'd definitely be demanding to get this game streamed or something like that because it's it serves up to be a cracker, definitely.
0: Yeah, like I mean. Yeah, like like what you said with with Slot-Neil, like they've pushed Ballygunner, they've pushed Hale Shamrocks in the last couple of years as well. Like, so I mean, who knows? With, who knows with them? Obviously, they, they didn't get out of Ulster last year, so we'll obviously have to wait and see in in regards to that. But serious, serious team, and, and going up against grahams Glen, I think that's a, a game definitely for for all the neutrals to uh, to watch. Some surprises in the Fermanagh Senior Football Championship as well. It was Ern Gales, Balik won seven, Kinali won six, Derry Gonley Harps, who have been the, the real dominant force in uh, in Fermanagh the last couple of years, having won, I think, six out of the last seven county titles there. They were beaten by Enniskillen, 115 to 211. Um, uh, just looking at it there, Balik having won a county title since 2005, I think it is. Um, uh, or, or no, Balik haven't won a county title since 1981 And and haven't won a county title since 2006 So, I mean, derry Gonley Harps has gone I mean, that's a big surprise considering they were in the uh, Ulster final last year
1: Yeah, it's a massive surprise Especially the way they performed against Clonair last year And even the Ulster final, to play Kilku I know they were disappointed in how they performed But yeah, you would have expected derry Gonley to go on and win that game But yeah uh, they didn't and in a skill and the uh, gears uh, march on to the final and um I've actually been shopping in um, I I i know how to pronounce this Aaron. I know this for a flat note Balik that's how you pronounce their name and uh <laughs> yeah I've I've actually I, I bought um I, I don't know did I buy a glass jar there at Balique once. I i don't know, I, I've been to Northern there Ireland know. once and that was there was a, a town in Fermanagh that we actually went to so to be honest, I'd rather Bleak win it because uh, it's it's a place that uh, we know really. Um, that I've been there before, but in a to win it, like it's a big town in a skilling. So um, for them to go and win it would be a brilliant achievement as well. So uh, yeah, but honestly, because I've been there, I'd rather Bleak win it and it'd be a brilliant achievement if they do. 1981, that's a long, long time for them to go without a Fermanagh Championship. So um, yeah, I'm all for it. Bleak for the win.
0: Yeah, there you go. I think maybe the only reason why they're in a county final is because you bought a. A glass jar there maybe that's the maybe, maybe that's the key to it like maybe you just gave them the the magic touch and here they are now in a, in a county final
1: exactly yeah or i'm not sure was it a glass jar or was it a bit of pottery it was <laughs> bleak pottery bleak pottery was the name of the place there we go. There I, I, we go. I, yeah it was part. why do i get confused between pottering glass like jesus but um you know um that's it that's um that's me and um, homing skills, you know, not there quite yet. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I hope the league wins. Um Yeah, maybe I provided them with um, the luck they needed. Maybe I just brought a bit of pottery there and they're going to win the formal Championship. Who knows? But if they do go on and run the Ireland, I'll just remind the players <laughs> of the management, I bought pottery in your place there. So maybe you have to thank me there. A bit of luck on your side.
0: Yeah, who knows? Maybe the the pottery place can, can run a sponsorship or something on your... <laughs> On your podcast or something or, or something of uh, of that nature, that would be a, that'd be a bit of a story. Um The Westmead Senior Football Championship, there was some shocks there as well. So St Almonds, who we've bigged up quite uh, a lot, obviously in in the last couple of videos and whatnot. Like when you look at the team of players that they have, but they were beaten by the Downs. Big under, big, big uh, upset story there. So it was one eight to seven points, first uh, championship since two thousand seven. Um, St. Loman's gone I mean that was that was definitely one we didn't see coming
1: It definitely wasn't no and I think uh from if i no but the, the Downs. I think have Luke Lachlan in their forward line if they do that's an incredible story for him particularly mm-hmm. because um, yeah. I think he had um, some gambling problem early on in the year he got over that he then wins the Talte Cup and now he wins the West Beach Championship what a story for him. And he's a pretty good guy as well. I was hearing he's a he's a very good player, but he's a very good person in general as well. i delighted for him. Delighted for him and delighted mm. for the Downs team. I've seen a North of Bridge, GA podcast, check them out if you haven't already as well. And the seeds there were absolutely incredible for the Downs to win it. And uh, I was thinking back to Don Logue's comments as well. And so the game saying the game of Hurling needs oxygen and disregarded the club championship. Don Logue should just watch that scene from the from a uh, Cusack Park today, it was absolutely incredible. You know the downs, they just unbridled joy running onto the pitch, and that's what it's all about. That's what the club championships all about. Saint Lomans, I actually backed them to nearly win Leinster last year with the likes of John Hazleman and all that, and we were mm. thinking they could even win Leinster this year. But the downs, they proved everyone wrong. What a win for them! Brilliant, brilliant victory for the Downs And uh, yeah, brilliant for Luke Lachlan personally as well. What a story that guy's been through in 2022. He's probably had one of the best years out of any GA player after the years he's had in the past few seasons.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think it was a battle with alcohol, I think was 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 it was his issue there. It might have been gambling as well. I mean, to be fair, the, the two kind of sadly usually go hand in hand. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, huge, huge story for him, like winning the Talchean Cup and now winning the, a county title as well. Like, I mean, talk about... You know, a complete 180 in terms of your actual life and then the results that have been shown on the pitch as well. Um, so, yeah, absolutely delighted for him and and be interesting to see. I'm not too sure who the Downs would be playing in, in the Leinster Club Football Championship, um, you know, who, who their next game is up next. Obviously, there hasn't been, you know, too, it's very hard to kind of find the draws and, and everything else. Um, but nonetheless, I think it's gonna be very, very interesting, sort of seeing seeing them go in there. Um in the Leash senior football championship it was Port Arlington 213, O'Dempsey's eight points. Um so Port Arlington winning back-to-back county titles in Leash. And then in the Antrim senior football championship, it was one eighteen. It was Cargan one eighteen, St. Mary's three nine. So uh, a big, big result uh, for Cargan. And then in the Wicklow senior football championship, St. Patrick's one ten. Bolton Glass won eight, so uh, I think I've seen there that St Patrick's first county title since 2019, actually. So maybe not that big of a of a <laughs> of a feat there, but but nonetheless, I mean, still some some big big wins. I don't know if you've seen any of the of the Leash Senior Football Championship final on uh, TJ Cacher earlier.
1: I didn't really know. Uh, I was at, again. I was at that game, and uh, then I went home. Just had my dinner and watched Arliss with his family. So sorry, Leash fans, I I didn't watch your. <laughs> Uh, county title but um, yeah Port Arlington it was expected really that they'd win this game and uh, I've seen Port Arlington against Kim McCullough I was very impressed last year with them Uh, I'm not sure they still have Jake Foster on the team I'm really impressed with that forward in the team I think he's from Kerry I'm not entirely sure now, but uh, they have a pretty good side all over the field Port Arlington and they'll be focusing on Leicester title this year that was one of the few matches where there wasn't a surprise today Port Arlington won the game uh, they beat poor leash in the semi final who have done well in the leash championship over the last few seasons, but uh, yeah, great that the leash football championship got um, you know, its coverage after what happened in Donegal sadly with uh, the people in the uh, people up the north there, but uh, yeah, it was a it was brilliant the leash uh, got the recognition they deserve, brilliant that the final was shown and uh. Yeah, it was a brilliant victory for Port Arlington winning that, and uh, a few other stories as well. In a loud, I think it was a draw between RD St. Mary's and Newtown Blues. A bit of a story with RT. My club actually, Cork, actually played RD St. Mary's in the under 14 Fela in 2014. So a lot of them players would have got up through the ranks to play with RD. So I'm actually hoping they get through and um, and then go on a run in Leinster, particularly as well. So yeah, it's a brilliant story for them. Um, like if uh, they've a lot of young players coming through. Longford, of course, with a um, Mullen Octa losing, uh Wicklow as well. St. Patrick. I would expect that uh both of glass to win that, but fair play to St. Patrick's for winning that championship as well. But um and one in Kildare as well, nace won in um mm. Kildare. They beat Clane in the final, so that was a pretty pretty good win there for them as well. So the Leinster Championship is actually taking um pretty good shape at the moment. Like there's the champions in Carlo, Kildare, Leash, Longford. Uh, Offaly, Westmead and Wicklow And then Lout is going to a replay Dublin, Mead and Wexford Are the only counties that still play and they're going to a final So a lot of Leinster teams are actually getting done So maybe in the next few days Hopefully for our sake, Aaron The Leinster draw will be made Because there's some pretty good teams there To keep an eye out on
0: Yeah, and I'm not I'm not exactly sure If the draw was already made Or what's going on Like I know like there's, If you were to search The All-Ireland club berlin championship like there's a wikipedia page up there and it has it has it all laid out perfectly um i don't know if that's just someone just made that or or what's it, or that's official I, I really don't know like but it would be nice all right just to kind of get a bit of clarity maybe on that just to kind of know who's who's possibly playing who because you know there's some some potential very very interesting um interesting games in there are nave martin gone in loud by yeah. any chance it was yeah. that that was the that was the county final was it in loud so yeah. That's yeah. uh, that was a bit of a shock as well. I, I didn't even know they were knocked out, so I must have missed that one.
1: Yeah, like it was, it was a pretty good big shock there. But uh, I see the load final was on today. I already said Mary's and Newtown Blues. That was a draw, one twelve apiece on the Scorpio app as well. So uh, yeah, it's it's Scorpio app is very good for the club championship. This um, I've looked at this and um, looked at all the scores here, other than Cork, of course, where I know exactly where's, what's going on. Maybe Kerry as well but all the other championships have been looking at Twitter trying to keep um, tabs on it as much as they can and uh, yeah it's been absolutely brilliant so far but that was the final in uh, load it's gone to a replay no I'm not sure is actually that going to be next week or is it going to be the week after but yeah, it's, it's going to be a big game, RDC Mary's and Newtown Blues. I, don't know, I think the Jackson brothers play for RDC Mary's, so um, pretty good players there in in that. So yeah, that should be a good final to keep an eye out on. And Dave Martin, that was a bit of a shock with them going out because we we're thinking with Jim McGuinness being there the last year, Samuel Roy, obviously, we we're thinking mm-hmm. they could didn't see it load, but clearly not. They've been knocked out early and they're the two finalists there.
0: Interesting stuff, interesting stuff, yeah Moving on to some of the hurling action then um, I suppose the Dublin games are obviously quite big at the weekend Obviously Kilmacook Croaks against Ballybold and St. Enders was on RTE on Saturday It was Kilmuckle Croaks 121 Ballybold and St. Enders 15 points And then in the other game, Kula 17 points Nafina 218 um, I suppose we were chatting off air there about the craziness in the Dublin Championship Because I'm not too sure if it has ever happened before where you've got the exact same clubs playing against each other in both codes. Um, so Kilmuckle Croaks against Nafina in football and in Hurling as well. Very unusual situation that really doesn't happen too often. And you think back to last year, Kilmuckle Croaks beat Nafina with with obviously a, a, a dramatic late equaliser and then won comfortably in extra time. Kilmuckle Croaks obviously the reigning football champions as well. So... I mean, there's going to be a fair ding-dong battle between Kilmuckle Croaks and Nafina, two huge clubs. Um, I know there's plenty of dual players in the Nafina side. Conor McHugh, for example, who's a forward with the footballers, actually plays a fullback with the hurlers. So a um, mm-hmm. bit of a, a change there. But, yeah, I mean, that's going to be an absolute spectacle now in the next couple of weeks and um, a lot to be excited for if you're a, a Kilmuckle Croaks or Nafina fan.
1: It is, yeah, and uh, I, I I don't think it, has it ever happened in any your county other than um other than Dublin. It's it's been absolutely incredible the way it's mm. transpired, but uh yeah, Nafida, Like I, as far as I know, Nafida actually have um uh, dual players all over the field, really, and Kilbuckold mm. only have one or two dual players, so that might suit Kilbuckold more, to be honest with you. But um yeah, it's brilliant for Nafida to get over the line to get to a final, but. It's an unreal um, statistic, actually, that both of them are in the both uh, court finals, the exact same two. It's incredible, really, when you think about it. And uh, honestly, after the uh, FINA losing it right at the date last year, I was watching that game in the hurling. I honestly hope the FINA win it, uh, because they deserve to win it in the hurling last year. The football, they've only come into it with, um, well, I think it was Jews last year against uh in the final, so they awarded the final, so maybe... Well, you would probably want the Fida to win because Kildare are a big all Ireland favourite um, going down the home stretch, so that'll be a big all Ireland um, all Ireland contender out of the championship in the feeder trying to win that game. But geez, that'll be that's incredible, really, uh, from Dublin. And uh, I didn't watch the game though; I was watching the Dingle Doctor crokes game. But I was hearing it was a pretty good game between Ballybohan and Kildare on Saturday night. So um. Yeah, the Dublin Championship, it was exciting. But um, yeah, I, I think, um, who was it? Kim Likolda. I think they got beaten by Clough Balacola in the Leinster Championship last season. So mm. that would be a big chance for the Dublin Champions to go on a Leinster run this season and not to get beaten by the League champions. But um, yeah, it's, a, it's an unreal statistic, really. I don't think it's ever happened. Let us know down in the comments if it's happened in any other county. I don't think it's ever happened in Cork, really. Um, has it happened in Galway? Probably not tip Mm, Mm. i I don't know but but geez if it's the first time that's ever happened that's going to be absolutely historic two finals really and if if um one side wins one if one side uh, wins the two of them that'd be even more incredible to be honest with you
0: yeah it'd be interesting if you if you went to, to both teams and and you said you know you can make you can make a deal you'll win one each I wish I wonder obviously life doesn't work that way, but I wonder what, what you know, which team would pick which, you know, like I'm sure Chemical Croaks would wanna win would wanna win back that All Ireland. But at the same time, they'll obviously want to right the wrongs of, you know, what happened against Clock Balakala last year as well. So, yeah, I'll certainly be cheering for Nafina anyways, obviously is a, a north side club, not too far from myself. Um, you know, a club that's only probably 25, 30 minute walk, to be fair. So um, I'll certainly be be cheering for them anyway in, in both games. Um, you know, Conor McHugh has been sensational for the footballers and very good defensively as well, to be fair. Um, and obviously keeping out... Keeping out cooler, so um, it's definitely going to be interesting to, to keep an eye on that. Just looking at some other results uh, in the Clare Senior Hurling Championship, Ballier won the county title there 24 points to 117 versus Cratlow. And then in the Limerick Senior Hurling Championship, Dune beat Kilodemo, Palace Henry 120 to 19 points, and uh, South Liberties beat Patrick's Well, 113 to 14 points. So they're both into the semi finals and then in Kilkenny it was Shamrocks Ballyhale 124 Tullaroan 120 and in Tipperary in the Tipperary semi-finals uh, Kilroan McDonough's 217 Upper Church 114 and Drummond an Inch 117 Kiladangan 121 so i guess that rules Upper Church out of the uh, out of the double race uh, in Tipperary anyways and Kiladangan, who we've seen win a county title a couple of years ago in dramatic fashion back into uh, another county final I'd imagine they're the favourites but don't quote me on that because I, I haven't watched yeah. too much here in, uh, in Tipperary
1: haven't watched too much either but uh, yeah that was a brilliant victory for uh, Kiladangan and Ron McDonough it's really a novel pairing like I would have thought Drummond Inch and Upper Church would have reached the final especially Upper Church like a uh, lot of uh, positivity around there I'm going for the double but yeah um, yeah, I see the clear as well. There was another the result. Aero Guinness beating Six Mile Bridge 223 to 217. So they'll play Balier in the final. So that's a pretty good a pretty good win over Six Mile Bridge for them. And the double dreams still aren't for them as well, Aero Guinness. So uh, watch out for them in the next few weeks. But uh, for Lib- in the Limburg Championship, Patrick's well, that's unbelievable. How have they not won it? Seriously. Yeah. Like you look at Dermot Burns, Aaron Gallan, Ian Lynch, and they still haven't won the Limburg Championship in the last few seasons. I mean, it's incredible, you know. And maybe that's a uh, listen to Kilmer fans a small bit as well. I know Shane Walsh and Paul Mannion is there. But when you look at the other counties, when you look at the Limerick Championship, Limerick have basically uh, the best three players in each position, literally. Keele Lynch, probably the best um, sort of midfielder in the country. Dermot Byrd's probably the best defender. And Aaron Galland, the best attacker. And they still can't win the Limerick Championship. So... Mm you know that just shows you how unpredictable the limber championship is and i think cork's own anthony nash is actually on the south liberties team don't correct me if i'm wrong though but i think he actually is on that side uh i think he's cousin with barry nash on the team as well so um bit of a relation mm-hmm. there but um yeah um south liberties they look pretty good doom look pretty good Kilmallock obviously got a humbling off Bally gunner in the Munster final last year they'd be desperate. That try and win us and the Pierce Like the Pierce are another team that have to be watched in the Munster Championship. They look a very, very good side. Even in 2020, I was thinking, wow, they're a pretty good side. It was kind of shocking. They lost the Limerick final last year. So, yeah, the Munster Championship is taking shape, really. It's Ballyig, it's Eric and the Bars against Black Rock next Sunday in Cork, obviously. In Limerick, they're in the semi-finals, as you mentioned there. Ron and Kiladangan, obviously, Bally Gunner. So, some very good sides left in the Munster Championship, but you'd have to fancy maybe, I would say, probably Bally Gunner, Napier uh the Bars maybe, because they have very good say, strength all over the field. Probably Bally A as well and clear. They have Tony Kelly in the team. They have a pretty good side all over the field. So you'd have to fancy those sides to make a run of it. I'm not sure will Cougar or Killadangan do so tip mainly though to the fact that they haven't won a tip championship in the last, well, uh, I think it was Kiladangan. Who was it? Roan or Kiladangan? who won in 2020? I get confused between them clubs. But
0: I think um, it was, was Kiladangan. I think they beat Lockmore, Castellini in the, with the last, last puck of the ball. Jesus.
1: Yeah, I always get confused between them clubs, though. But uh, yeah, they, they didn't go to a monster series. So, you know, it's, it's going to be... It's going to be interesting to see how they uh, progress in the Munster Championship, whoever wins there. But you'd have to fancy maybe Bally Gunner or the Piersic to win the Munster Championship out. The Bars might make a run at it. Bally ain't there. But for tip, I think the tip champions, whoever it is, will make, will find it very hard the monster Championship. Don't to the fact, really, that they haven't competed in a Munster Championship before.
0: Yeah, without a shadow of doubt. I mean, the the Munster Championship. There's so many. There's so many good teams in there. Um, and apologies. Yeah, I thought I seen that Ballier won the the Clare Championship, but it has been a long Sunday, a long Sunday evening. So maybe I must have uh, I must have misread that. But yeah, Aero again obviously playing them in the in in the final there. Um, so yeah, that would be interesting. As you said, with Patrick's well, like I think there's plenty of uh, of examples up and down the country like we we talk about all the time of of clubs where a spine of intercounty players but it just for whatever reason doesn't work um in the county championship and whether that's because you know lads have just been worn out all year from playing with the intercounty side I'm I'm not exactly sure but um I did see Keen Lynch I think he's either he might be injured still at the moment I think because I think I've seen on his Instagram he was in New York or or somewhere anyway. He was traveling anyway. So I'm pretty sure he wasn't uh he wasn't playing in uh in this game. Um Jack has an interesting comment here. He says, Pick your all order winners, hurling and football now. I mean that's a that's a that's a, that's a that's a very tough one. I'll let you go first.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Flipping hell, like uh, it's Kier McCarthy putting me under the bus of the Southern Star. Yourself a GA fan TV for flipstick. I always get the first pick. Um, but, but anyway, um, oh, in hurling. I see James Stevens on Seamus' podcast play on GA Will I stick with them? I'm gonna go That's for it because I, I, I just all, all, yeah. I, I'm just gonna go for it. I'm just gonna go for it because Brian Cody, it'd be a fairy tale entry for him. In Kilkenny, if they, he went on and won the club championship uh, beating Ballet Hale along the way and Ballet Gunner, that would be an unreal achievement. It was it mean, it Brian Cody is one of the greatest coaches of all time. I'd love it to see it happen for James Stevens. This is why I'm going to say it. James Stevens are going to win the All-Ireland at Hurling. In football, geez, this is an incredibly tough one because even looking at the clubs now, I've simplified it down on Samson notes and I, I'm still struggling for a winner here. In Connacht, I'd probably go Bound Billy my lock In Ulster, oh, cross McLean, probably. Um, in Leinster, i have to say Code, don't I, with the talent they have. Munster, I'm thinking either Dingle or St. Finnbars. I'm going to stick with Cork. I'm going to go St. Finnbars to win it, because I'd be kind of hoping East Kerry beat Dingle, now in the Kerry semi-final, to just uh, save St. Finnbars somewhat, but... Then it'll be probably St. Finnbars against Kim McCut. I'm going to go for St. Finbar's. are going to beat Kim McCut. I think they have the better all round team overall. I, mm. I just think with Sherlock scoring 1-6 from play last week, Brian Hayes was excellent. Uh, Jamie Burns, uh, Alan O'Connor at wing back. Obviously, E McGuire, Owen Commons there as well. Ben O'Connor, now got selected for an Irish under-19 rugby so, squad. So, they have an excellent side all over the field. Then, Mobelew against Cross McGlain. I'd say in Cross McGlain, I just think they have the history there. Cross McLean against the bars, the bars. I'm saying it. Same Finn bars are going to win the football and James Stevens for the hurling. I know it's a risky prediction, but I'm going to go with them too. And over to you, Aaron.
0: Yeah, I mean that that's definitely two bold predictions. All right, I think the James Stevens one is uh, is very bold. Um, like I suppose you you love the romanticism of of hurling and football, but. I don't know. I'd actually in hurling I'd go with with, with Ballyhale Shamrocks or Shamrocks Ballyhale, whichever they prefer to be called. Um, like I think they'll I think they'll right the wrongs of, of last year. You know, like they were minutes away from from winning that uh, final against Ballygunner, and I think they're just with TJ Reid on Cody. I just think they're going to be they're going to be too good. Unfortunately, um, like the, I don't really know who I think Ballygunner will be their their closest challengers. You know, I, I know Slot and Neil have, have done very well over the last couple of years, and obviously the Antrim champions last year looked, looked very good as well. But I can't see them doing anything. You know, you've obviously got um, I think Saint Thomas is over in Galway, who, who tend mm. to come through there. The only problem is with them is they 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 sort of come into the semi-finals flat-footed because they don't obviously have a provincial. Championship to, to come through um, So yeah I'd probably lean Towards Bally Hale to be honest To, to right the wrongs um, but Bally Gunnar Are a serious team as well so it's very very Hard mm. and then in football Yeah I mean Kilmacook Croaks Look look too like I hope I'm wrong I'd love to see Nafina beat them in the Dublin Final and, and go on and, and Win it um, you don't have Paul Mannion there now potentially until Early January so he's going to be a, a big big miss uh, for Kilmacook Croaks but I would, I, would, I would edge towards them. I went with them earlier in the year, and I don't think I'm going to deviate away from, from that prediction just yet. But in terms of serious challenges, like Mount Belly, Moylock, Cross McGlenn Rangers, and even Finbars as well, to be fair. Like if Finbars can get over an Emo Rangers, I think, you know, like with Stephen Sherlock, E. McGuire, Brian Hayes, I think they'll be a, a serious. Serious team, but um, obviously I'm sure when the when the draws come out and we know the teams inside and out, we might do a, a more in-depth uh, predictions and maybe look at the games maybe in further detail. But yeah, cheers Jack for that comment. Anyways, definitely uh, definitely got us thinking and talking there. Um, I suppose before we finish up, your uh, your club moment of the weekend.
1: It has to be the Dons. What a win for them in Westmead. And the story of Luke Lachlan throughout uh, 2022, an unbelievable achievement for that young man to get over what he's gone through and to win the Taltian Cup and the Westmead Championship. What an achievement. What an achievement for uh, the whole of the downs. And to beat St. Lomans in the final as well, with no one saw it coming, brilliant achievement. And uh, yeah, he's had one of the best uh, stories of the year for an intercounty player, arguably.
0: Yeah, absolutely. To be honest, I was going to go with with that one as well. Um, to be honest, like when you when you when you see his story, when you see his rise, obviously from from what he's gone through in the past year, like it it is truly remarkable. Maybe to be a little bit different, I'd maybe look at um Marco Connor sort of coming back and and putting on a, a sure for a Dingle, obviously scoring a point as well. Like I think you know, very famous AFL stars we very well know. So to see him back. Um, for dingle was was very very nice i do hope that he does go back to australia and doesn't play for kerry uh because the last thing us dubs need is is him potentially back in uh in their midfield because that could be you know that's a potential weakness for kerry and then all of a sudden he comes back and jesus there you know it's like it's like putting a brian fenton possibly into a into a carry like it's an absolute rolls-royce of a player so yeah, hopefully. Anyway, he uh, he he doesn't play again. Uh, but it was great to see him back uh, in in the in the fold for for, for Dingle, nonetheless. Um, but yeah, Matthew, cheers very much for coming on. Make sure to check out G, the GA Statsman podcast over on Instagram at ga underscore statsman two, uh, and obviously over on YouTube and on Spotify all podcasts and apps as well. And if people could subscribe here on GA Fan TV, be very much. Appreciated, and uh, if you would hit the like button, I would very much appreciate it as well. So, yeah, Matthew, cheers very much for coming on. Pleasure as always, Aaron.
1: Thanks very much.